honestly. Awkward. Actually, no, Hawkward was like this. Like, no one can see this. No, this is not so, a visual podcast. So we're also we're known as a well. video. <laughs> I guess it would really be a visual podcast. Yes. There's something in my eye. Oh no. Oh, we're gonna persevere. We're gonna get through it. <laughs> as a team. I mean We can just, make it if we try. I'm a survivor. <laughs> um Welcome <laughs> to Honestly, a podcast. With Zoe and Logan. That was Logan. And that was Zoe. Kill- that th- something is in her eye. I just, I think it's gone now. Okay. I just like, had to work it out. Mm, yeah. <laughs> no, it's still there. That's okay. We're gonna, we're gonna get through it. Um, this is why we don't have a YouTube channel, because I can, for just, many reasons. I can just sit here and rub my eye for the next 15 <laughs> minutes, and no one will care or know, except I told you. They know now. For 15 minutes, they'll just assume you're rubbing yeah, their eye. Yeah, just assume it. It's still happening. Once it hits that 15-minute mark, she's done. I'm, <laughs> she's out. She's tapped out. No more eye rubbing. Oh, God. How are you today? I'm okay. It's really gross outside here in good old Toronto. <laughs> The old T.O. It's uh, cold and rainy and cold. It's, yeah, it's supposed to snow overnight. Mm. Um, so that's interesting. No, don't want that. I like, I think it's a bit early for snow personally. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but hey. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's How are you today? I'm good. I that's am good. Good. Um, little tired. Yeah. But that's okay. Again, I'm a survivor. I'm gonna, <laughs> She's gonna, I'm gonna push make it through. Through. Um, little tired, but overall good. That's good. Um, yeah, it's Thursday. The week is almost over. Baby Friday. Baby Friday, as some would say. Um, and I'm on vacation next week. Yeah. So God bless. God bless. You made it. Almost. Just gotta get through one more day, and then I am off. Any plans? Your week um, not really. Um, excuse me. Um, yeah, nothing really solid. Um, but that's that's a good plan. Yeah, I have like a hair appointment. I like, get my hair cut. Um, that's nice, I guess. But yeah, I don't really have anything planned. We'll just see where the wind takes me. We should go see Saw, <laughs> the yes. entire franchise. Yes, that's on the to-do list. Es- exclamation mark! That's not how you say it. <laughs> it's not even a little bit how you say it. No. Also, this is unrelated to legitimately anything. Sure. But before we get into, like, the hashtag content mm-hmm. of this podcast... Yes. <laughs> Do we ever have content? Anyway. Who knows? <laughs> I was watching a YouTube video sure. of this guy named Riyadh, who does... He's Irish, and he does videos okay. with his family. I'll take your word for it. And they were, like, telling his, like, funny childhood stories. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how he used to put wood lice in his mom's pocket. And I was like, A, gross. B, what on God's green earth? 
is a wood louse? Yeah. I want to know. So I googled it. It's just a potato bug. Oh. But then I was looking at common names mm-hmm. of potato bugs. And let me just, I don't think England is a real place. Wow. Okay. Okay. So it, it tells you just like what they call them. Places Some places call them armadillo bugs. Sure, just I've things heard like that, that Yeah. Pill bugs. Yeah. Okay. In Reading, England, mm-hmm. they're called cheese logs. What? <laughs> <laughs> Guildford, England, they're called Cheesy Bobs. <laughs> and in Devon, they're called Chiggy Pigs. <laughs> Take yourself. Chiggy Pig. That's I just had to share that with you. Because I was like, what? Those are like little like, roly-polies, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cheese Logs. Interesting. Cheesy Bobs. And Chiggy Pigs. I love finding out. <laughs> What other people call things. Like, it's when there used bizarre. to be, like, that accent meme that was on Tumblr yeah. and people would, like, do it and it's like, what do you call this where you're from? I always find it very interesting. Or, like, how do you pronounce things yeah. where you're from? I'm just very but fascinated I just with was that. like, what is a cheesy bob? <laughs> I love that. It sounds like a delicious snack. It does. Cheese log just sounds like a log of cheese. So that's very confusing. Because yeah. if you offered me a cheese log, I'd, I'd be yes. like, yes. <laughs> and then if you gave me a potato bug, I would be like, no. no. <laughs> so we got to work something out. Yeah, I mean, definitely some miscommunication could happen. I just, yeah, I just felt I needed to share that with you. Although I hope you would never be in a situation where somebody was offering you a potato <laughs> bug. Like, why is that something that you don't somebody know. would be like, do you want a cheese log? But, like, they're talking about a potato <laughs> bug. Empty that spaghetti vine. <laughs> he's like, ah. Oh, but my God. With cheesy bobs. Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's uh, item one on my agenda of things I needed to tell you. I feel like I've been changed for the better now I, that I know that. I honestly think that you probably have been, but yeah. that's just my personal opinion. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. You're so welcome. Oh, how's work been? Any? It's been good. Um, I've been doing overtime this week, which oh. has actually been like really rewarding. Um, that sounded so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no, it but just it, sounded really sarcastic. But it like wasn't at all. Yeah. I was like genuine. No, it's been like really good. Um, I've just been getting a lot of like a lot accomplished, which is nice. That's good. Um, and so I feel like really good about myself. No, work's been good. I um uh, not been hating it, so that's nice. Um, today though, I had to call um, uh, I had to re-enroll my be- for my benefits for next year, and so I had to call to ask a question about one of the um like coverage thingies. Yeah, that's the technical term for it. It is. Um. <laughs> And I had, like, the funniest customer care representative. <laughs> so I think I've talked to him before, actually, because his voice sounded familiar. Um, but he, like, answers, and I'm like, hey. And then, like, they, like, ask you some questions to, like, verify who you are, answer all those. And he's just like, okay, I'm just going to stop you right there for a really quick minute. Um, I've had to sneeze for, like, the past <laughs> ten minutes or so. He's like, so if you hear my line go quiet for a second, it's just me, like, muting it so I can sneeze. He's like, don't be alarmed. <laughs> I love that so much. He's just like, I can feel it coming, but it's not coming. And I just, I just want to let you know in case the line goes quiet for a second, I'm just sneezing. And I was like, fair enough. Sneeze it out, my dude. I was like, thank you for letting me know. He's like, okay, now that my diatribe is over, what can I help you with? (laughs) I was like, um. Everything. Forever. I was like, yeah, I just like to ask you a lot of questions about everything. And just like really get to know you as a person. Um, He was delightful. I really liked him. 
Um, and he was helpful. So that's shocking. It, or, or helped us. Yeah. Well, he wasn't helped us. Customer okay. care representative. So, um, or that's what I called him at least. Yeah. But he was delightful. I really enjoyed our time that we spent together on the phone. <laughs> I hope he's sneezing out there somewhere. I know. He never did sneeze when I was on the phone with him. So, <sighs> and I mean, released like, it into the world. Nothing's worse than feeling like you have to sneeze, no. but it not coming. And then you make that face. You're like, where you're like, Ugh. yeah. And then people around you're like, what is happening over there? Like, I'm just trying to just sneeze. Trying to sneeze. Look at the light. Everyone yells at you. Yeah. You're like, ah, where? You gotta look at the light. You gotta. You gotta. <laughs> Um, yeah, also, um, (laughs) so the other day, one of the associate managers at work called me and she was like, hey, we have to arrange for a courier to go pick up, um, an employee's laptop. And I was like, sure, no problem. Like, it's pretty standard. We do that sometimes. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, so the employee's like no longer with the company. Um, and it's been kind of a nasty, um, oh, good. kind of a nasty <laughs> time. And I was like, oh, yikes, okay. Not, not a vibe. She's like, yeah, so we need to arrange for the laptop to be picked up. When it gets returned to us, um, don't feel like you need to open it just because oh. I don't know what might be in there. And she like dead ass. Like she's saying oh, all this and she's so my calm. God. She's what? like she's like, I don't know if there might be anything like gross or anything in there. There could be cheesy bobs. Could be cheesy bobs. Just a ton of cheesy just bobs. A ton of cheesy bobs. She's like, I don't know what could be in there. Um so she's like, I totally understand. Like if you don't want to open it, she's like, you can wait for me and I'll deal <laughs> now with you're it. Like, I wanna open it. She's just like, it's totally not your problem. She's just like, it's just been like a really nasty situation. And I'm like, oh my god, like I'm so sorry you've had to deal with that. She's yeah. like, eh, comes with the territory. <laughs> She's like, she's so funny. This associate manager, like, she's just so chill and like nothing. I don't think phases her. That's amazing. So I was like, okay, like we'll arrange for this to um to uh, get picked up. So it was getting picked up yesterday, and I had to like coordinate with the mailroom at my office. And they're like, yeah, sure, we can do that. And they're like, oh, so the address that you gave us is, like, in a really new subdivision, so, like, it doesn't show up on Google Maps. They're like, can you provide any more instructions on how to get there? And I was like, not really, but, like, I, like, took a screenshot, and I was like, I think it's in this general area. Um, And one of the girls at the middle room was like, do you have, like, a contact number for this employee? And so I checked with the associate manager, and (laughs) the associate manager was like, "Mm, no, I don't have a number to give you. (laughs) And so I, like, was talking to a girl from the mailroom. I was like, yeah, no, um, no contact number. Also, just a heads up. Um, <laughs> Don't open the bag. It's, like, just, it's been kind of a rough process. Um, the ex-employee is not happy about the situation. I'm like, so if the courier goes to pick things up and, like, they're not being cooperative or, like, they won't give them something, like, don't press it. It's fine. Like, we'll figure it out. And she was like, okay, no worries. It's like, everyone's so how, chill about all this. How many of these situations have they dealt with for them to be that chill about it? I don't Just know. Just like, open the bag. Oh, it's a snake. Okay. No worries. On. No worries. So anyway, um, the pickup goes fine yesterday. Okay. Good. The laptop comes back. It gets brought up to me today. And it looks fine from the outside. Like, it's just okay. like the laptop bag and you can tell that there's yeah. stuff in it. And I'm like, cool. I'm not opening yeah, this because, no. I mean, like, it looks fine, but I don't know what's in there. 
Um, and the associate manager that, like, her arranged it wasn't in the office today, so she had enlisted two other people in the office to come over and retrieve two. it from me. Yeah. And so they had come by earlier in the day, and I was like, oh, it hasn't been brought up yet. And so then later in the day, I guess they came by when I wasn't at my desk, and they had been talking to my manager, and they're just like, oh, yeah, we just need to pick up a package from Logan, um, and my manager was like, oh, like, I don't think it's here yet. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, if it gets here, just don't open it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my manager was like, okay. okay, and one of them was just like, it's a long story. <laughs> I want to know the details of, like, what happened. Right? So anyways, I, like, dropped the laptop off to one of the people, and it was fine. There was nothing weird about it. Like, everything I'm was there. kind of upset that there was nothing right? weird. I know. So, like, it was fine. She brings it back to me. She's like, okay, it's, like, good to go back to inventory. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. And my manager was like, so what was that all about? And I, like, had to explain the situation. I'm like, um, <laughs> somebody on so-and-so's team was not happy about their yeah. termination, and, um, there were some concerns that the package might was contain with? something suspicious. <laughs> She's like, what, like, anthrax? anthrax? That's what I was thinking the whole time. It's I was like, like, I don't oh, know. anthrax. I don't know. Um, I mean, so it all, safe it all went relatively well. Happy that there were, um, <laughs> there was nothing weird about it. But when, so it was an associate manager and a director that came yeah. over to pick up the laptop from me. <laughs> the associate manager goes, hey, Julie. And Julie's the name of my former coworker who just left recently. And, like, I used to, like, I get that a lot. Like, people, like, mix us up. Yeah. And that manager has called me Julie before. And, like, I, whatever. I don't say anything. Yeah. It's, like, she knows who I am, but it's yeah. just, she, whatever. So, she says, hey, Julie. And I kind of don't say anything. I just kind of, like, laugh. And then the director that was there with her goes, that's not Julie. <laughs> that's Logan. Like, not Julie. Not even close. You want to try again? <laughs> and I lost uh, my mind. Want to try again? And it was just, Don't you wish you could have said that to them though, I, sometime? I mean... Just, like, uh, not even close. It's so much better just, like, when again. somebody else... And it was her boss who said it to her. Yeah. So funny. And she's like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, whatever. I honestly don't care. Like, call me whatever you want. <laughs> like, I really don't care. <laughs> so, call me whatever you want. Like, make who up a name. Who do you want me to be? Exactly. So that was like um, one time one of my coworkers like called me Lolo or something, <laughs> and he's just like, "Can I call you that?" And I'm like, "Sure, call me whatever you want." Like I really Lolo. don't care. <laughs> like Lolo. go for it. One of my coworkers calls me Logie, which is funny because that's like a nickname that like my friends and family have used for years. And one day at work, she just randomly started calling me that, and I was like, "Whoa, oh. where am you know. I?" So that's funny. Um, yeah, no, work's been good. How's, uh, how are your works? My works are fine. (laughs) I have the, like, most awkward, um, experience at retail. Retail work? (laughs) Retail work. The other day, and it was, like, you know when you start, like, joking around with someone and, like, midpoint, you're, like, they don't understand that I'm joking about Uh... this, and I was, like, now I don't know what to do in this situation, <laughs> and I'm just gonna, like, moonwalk back into the fitting room. Sure. Because it was, like, clear until, like, buy one, get two free. And Ooh, she nice. needed one more thing. And by the cash we always have, you know how they have all those little impulse items everywhere? Yeah, little knickknacks. Yeah, so there's, like, we have a lot of, like, Korean face mask stuff oh, now. nice. So they have the ones that look like animals. mm And I was like, oh my god, these are hilarious. Like, you straight up look like a serial killer. Like, it's 
<laughs> awful, but like hilarious. She looked at me like I had three heads <laughs> for saying, oh my god, it's hilarious. You look like a serial killer. Didn't like that. But it is Didn't hilarious. It is hilarious. you do look like a serial you killer. You do like a bad, like, early 2000s horror movie. Yeah. Did not get it. And okay. I was like, cool. You're like, you know what? I've done enough. <laughs> I was like, or not. There's nail polish, too. <laughs> like, literally. I was like, yep. Uh, also nail polish. Uh, bye. <laughs> Gotta go. Someone's calling me. Okay, but, like, those She's face like, masks are really funny, because you look horrifying. So the one that I sent you, <laughs> that I continue to send you every time I use it. You're a monster. It's an otter. It looks so it stupid. It looks so scary. I just don't understand the point of them. Like, just get a normal face mask. Like, I why just, do you need one that has an animal face on it? I just enjoy it? that it's so creepy. It's just horrifying. It's just, like, it's aimed at being cute, but and they just, it does not work that way they just always look a little off yeah you know yeah or like a lot off. it looks like like i said like early 2000s horror movie where it's like oh the teens go on a retreat in the woods oh no there's people with animal masks there's like a masked figure them. that's hunting them and he's wearing this weird otter sheet mask <laughs> yeah i, I mean, mean <laughs> there you go but yeah. it was so uncomfortable like i I was like, I hate everything that's happening right now. <laughs> I don't know how you don't understand that I'm joking about that, though. I'm not like, it's super cool, you look like a serial killer, I aspire to be one. It's like, dope. No, that's not the vibe that I was intending <laughs> to give off. Yeah. Perhaps it was. It's always very awkward. Like, I... When I'm at work, I'm just very much like, let's, I'm not going to make any sort no. of jokes. Like the one time when I accidentally said I was going to kill myself and I was like, whoops, whoa, rain it back in. Um, no, but I'm like very, just like, I'm very like safe for work at yeah. work. And I just, I'm like, no, I'm not going to say anything that's going to rock the boat. I'm not going to like give any weird opinions no. that I may have. I'm just like, oh yes, the weather. <laughs> it is quite cold. You are so funny. Oh, Pam. You're killing I me. I don't work with anyone named Pam, so. Um, they don't know that. Yeah, so, you know, but uh, my coworker Julie just recently got a new job, and so this was the first week that she hasn't been in our office, <coughs> and I don't think it's an exaggeration when I say 87 people have asked me how I'm doing without her. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, Logan's very fragile without Julie. It's kind of funny because, like, yes, her and I are good friends and we yeah. hung out in the office and outside of the office and I relied on her a lot for work things because she's a very helpful person. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people seem to think that I'm just moments away from a breakdown <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Maybe they know something you don't. I, I mean, I think I generally am moments away from a breakdown because I'm very emotionally fragile and just ready to cry. Yeah. Um, but it's so funny because I've done nothing to indicate that I'm not okay. Like, I'm handling it very well. <laughs> I've talked to her every day. We still go for lunch together. Like, I'm, I'm doing okay. I know how to do my yeah. job. You were doing it thus far. But every person I've come in contact with are... Oh, how are you? How are you doing now? Like, Julie's not here. Or oh, I, I'm fine. You know, I hear that Julie's gone. Tears like, how are you doing? Or how's it going now that Julie's not here? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And I'm just like, I'm surviving. I mean, <laughs> in a world, so it sometimes seems challenging. 
But it's uh, uh it's kind of weird. I'm that's just, super weird to be it's, honest. Like it's weird, but like nice because I think they care. But also like I'm my own person. Like I'm and I have been I'm I'm surviving. I'm getting through. Um, thank you all for checking in. <laughs> Come back next week <laughs> and ask me again. I hope it's like a daily thing, like for the next little while. Like I hope it, it continues, like forever. Uh, thus far, forever. Like one of the associate managers came by, and I was like, it, like gave her a smile when she came up to me. She's like, oh, it's nice to see that you still have a smile on your face. <laughs> she more meant because like she knows that we're like more oh, swamped okay. with work now that Julie's gone. But it was kind of funny. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna see, gonna spiral into a depression. <laughs> Like, this is really triggering a lot of things for me. Uh, so. It's been it's been oh, interesting. That's so funny. It's been uh, it's been fun. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. without Julie. I mean, it's amazing that I lived like twenty plus years without before her. she came into my life. Yeah. Um. I think I'll I think I'll be okay without her. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like how. Whenever I'm anywhere mm-hmm. with someone that knows both of us. Yeah. And they're like, so how's Logan? Like, You're like, I don't good. know. Good, I'm not with her right in this moment, but I assume fine. I've, yeah. I haven't heard anything otherwise <laughs> today, so. We're going to go out on a limb and I'm say, gonna okay. gamble. Yes, she's good. <laughs> I just don't know. I mean. You could. Let, ask her. Let her know I, you're like, thinking of her. You know her, too. Reach Just, out to uh, her. She'd love to know you're thinking of her. <laughs> ask her about Julie. It's a really hard time it's for her. It's a touchy subject, but... Uh, She's going through a going tough time a right now. right now. <sighs> so where do, you, where do you want to begin with our hashtag content? I don't know. I really have nothing to talk about, other oh. than, like, I know we're going to do our American Horror Story Corner. Yeah. But I have nothing else to bring to the table no. right now. Okay. So you start. With... All right. Do you want to do the A.D. Bryant article? Sure. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay. I haven't printed. <laughs> you sound so unenthusiastic about I'm it. I'm actually very enthusiastic. I really enjoyed like, the yeah, piece. So it was great. Um, I found it really. Wow, that was so small in your pocket. I folded it. <laughs> Amazing. Cool. How many pages is that? Crinkle it. It's in my room. ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> what if we just became an ASMR podcast in the middle? Middle? Who knows if it's the middle? I mean, are we only going to do like 60-ish episodes? Maybe. 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 You heard it here first. We're falling apart. We've got an end date. <laughs> just kidding. Just it's kidding. It's going to be like 677. 666. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, let's talk A.D. Bryant. Let's. The Cut did a profile on A.D. Bryant, and I saw it by accident. It just came up on Instagram, and I was like, oh, what's this? Let me look at it. Sure. And then I was emotional the whole time. Like, this is great. First of all, all the pictures of her were really good and really nice, and I really liked them. But then it was also just talking about, like, how... Her job is kind of like a lot of the time people will try to hire her for parts and it's like, you're going to be this character that's like... And it's going to be funny because you're fat. Yeah. And I just like really appreciated that she talked about that and then actually talked about turning those things down. Mm-hmm. 
because, like, I'm not saying you have to turn down roles that are, like, like, if you want to take a part, people need money, like, whatever, do you? But mm-hmm. also, like, when you look at, like, Melissa McCarthy's career, mm-hmm. when she was in Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. I... I have never watched Gilmore Girls, but what I heard That's is that travesty. is that it was never about like the it was never like a butt of a joke. Like her weight on her there. weight was never mentioned through all seven seasons of that show. Yeah, and then it's like that happened when that ended. It seemed like everything after that has literally just been like it's funny. Because she's fat. Do you get it? Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> Do you guys get it? It's pretty highbrow, it's but... like, I don't know. It's meta. <laughs> it's meta, you guys. Yeah, I think, um, like, I, like you were saying, it's a good point. Like, people can't necessarily turn down roles. Yeah. Um, but let's be real. Somebody like Melissa McCarthy Could. can turn down yeah. roles. Um, but, and, like, if as a fat woman if you want to take on roles where the butt of the joke is because you're fat if that's something you're comfortable with then that's fine it's kind of like the christine sadelko swish swish video thing where to us watching it we're like that's offensive like not offensive to me but like it's just kind of like upsetting i guess yeah but for her she was just like i didn't really care like whatever that's fine personal preference, everybody's comfortable with their own things, um, but it is upsetting because Melissa McCarthy is, like, one of the most, like, visible plus-size yeah. actresses, or actors, rather, I don't like using, like, actresses, yeah. actors out there, um, and, and, like, the majority of the movies that she's done post-Gilmore Girls, her character is, like, it's always, like, oh, she's fat, and, yeah. like, you know, sloppy and gross and has, like, a really, like, crass sense of humor and it's just, like, ugh. Yeah, it's all, like, it's gross. And, like, that's just, like, the whole joke is just, like, her character. Yeah, and and then it's, like, that's just, like, the stereotype, like, that's what fat people are, Mm -hmm. like, always. Like, oh, she's, like, in her car or something in, like, sweatpants that are stained with, like, grease. And there's, like, fast food litter everywhere. Yeah, and she's, like, shoving hamburgers in her face and that's just, like, Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing all the time. Yeah. You're right. And I mean, like, it's just obviously damaging to perpetuate that because then there are people who, like, will watch that and be like, oh, well, I mean, like, that's some fat people for you. Like, <laughs> what, what can you say? You know, it's Them like... fat people. And so it's just unfortunate that there are, like, plus-size actors who, you know, have the power to, like... Um, like, turn down roles like that or, you know, create their own roles and be, like, a positive representation yeah. of, like, the fat community. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> it's, like, a weird phrase. The fat community. The fat community. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, like, they could be, like, a really, like, positive yeah. representation for that and just be, like, hey, like... I'm fat, but I'm also a person that has, like, yeah. multiple other like, characteristics. That's just, like, one thing. And it's, like, not even, like... It can be focused on, but yeah. it can be f- focused and on in, like, a constructive like, way. And it can be, like, I'm fat and I'm funny. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be I'm funny because I'm, I'm fat. fat, but it's not because I'm funny. It's just being fat is funny, funny. because it's gross. Yeah. And that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. And, like, even back to Melissa McCarthy, mm-hmm. like, one of the movies recently that she did where it's it wasn't like she was, like, fat that was the joke. Mm-hmm. Is still kind of like if you watch it, you're like, 
okay, but, like, the underlying joke is that things are funny in this because she's fat. Like, Spy... I haven't seen you that. You haven't seen Spy? But... Okay, well, it's like, they don't make any, like, fat jokes the entire time, which mm-hmm. is surprising. Amazing. But, like, she has to... Go, basically, the premise is she has... She's, like, the, uh computer person for like a spy mm-hmm. like the behind the scenes was like go into this room oh, okay. there's four guys and then she has to replace him mm-hmm. so she becomes the spy and then her friend is the person oh, for okay. her but like the joke is like every like undercover identity that she gets mm-hmm. is like she gets a cat lady she gets like a mom mm-hmm. who has like a turtleneck under her, like a dicky under her yeah. sweater like those are the characters that she gets the whole time and mm-hmm. you're like okay like they kind of like make fun of that but then like all the stunts that she has too and her falls and all that it's like that's funny because she's a big girl and she fell down yeah yeah um it's just it's unfortunate but no the ad bryant piece was really great yeah because i'm yeah she was talking about how she you know doesn't want to be that like caricature of what Hollywood kind of portrays fat women. It's really as. like it's really cool thing that she said that about turning down roles too because she's not like I know she's in SNL and that's like a big deal, but like compared to people like Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy, she's like pretty low scale mm-hmm. in terms of like being up there in her career. Yeah, so it's like really cool that even being presented with opportunities to maybe like advance your career you didn't want to do that because it was a value that you had that was exactly like, I don't want to do this and like even if it was something that like advanced your career like it wouldn't be for the right reasons no. you know and I it yeah it was really nice to see just like she has like that really strong belief and yeah. she's clearly like sticking to it and that's just something that she like really values so that was I really enjoyed yeah. that I just really liked the piece in general like mm-hmm. it was a really good it Gave you, like, a good look into, like, who she was, as like, is as a person. Like, yeah. she seems really funny and, like, well, obviously funny. She's but on she SNL. Just, yeah. But she seems, like, fun and genuinely, like, nice and all that stuff. She just seems like the type of person, like, you want to be friends yeah. with. Yeah. And, like, you just want to hang out with. No, it was it was really awesome. Um, like, I already, like, I liked her beforehand, yeah. but I didn't know a ton about her. No, exactly. Um, but, no, she seems like a really cool person. Um, it opened with them shopping for crystals, oh so I was, like... Amazing, <laughs> love it, and the fact that she knew nothing about crystals, and I was like, same. I yeah, but I just like that she. I like that, that aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> like yes, I liked um when she was talking about her friendship with Kate McKinnon, <laughs> and about how when Kate won her Emmy. Emmy, yeah, that it was like one of the happiest days in like eighties life, and I just like yeah. I think that's so nice. Um, because, again, society likes to pit women against each other and likes to be like, well, if one of them is successful, then that, you're not successful. Yeah, because they kind of, like, they kind of, it seemed like they asked her that question to see, like, Mm -hmm. kind of like, oh, were you, like, jealous, like, your best pal has moved up and, like, you're still, she's like, honestly, one of the happiest moments of my life was, like, and then also, (laughs) she said that her and Kate both skipped out on the Emmy after parties and went home and ate pasta together. Which is like us. (laughs) And I I highlighted it and I wrote, wow, us beside it. And then later on, I was like telling Logan about the article and she went and read it and then sent me that. Just like, wow, that's us. And I was like, literally, I just highlighted it earlier. On the same page. Always. Um, Pasta page. 
But reminded me though, because I was actually reading, um, the Coveteur did um, like a little piece on Emmy Rossum, and I was reading it earlier today, and just like going back to the like women supporting women thing. What did she say? She had like a really good like. Um, the question was, what advice would you give to women about supporting other women? And she said, um, swim your own race. Stop looking over your shoulder to see what everybody else is doing and how they're succeeding. Don't measure yourself against other women. Measure yourself against yourself yesterday and see if you're better. Oh, that's nice. Um, and I think, like, it's so true. And it's something that, like, I've been guilty of, like, many, many, many times in my life where I look at somebody else that, like, I'm friends with, or even somebody I'm not friends with, yeah. just, like, somebody that, like, I just no. know <laughs> obliquely, like, through, like, social media, or, like, somebody that I knew years ago, mm -hmm. but it's, like, you know, every so often you, like, look them up, you're, like, what are you doing? And it's just, I just always feel like whatever I'm doing is never enough, yeah. or, like, I'm, you know, I'm not where I should be, or I haven't had as much success as I should have had, and it's just, like, all these things, like, they're just so arbitrary, because... Just because somebody else has succeeded in something doesn't or has mean done anything. something yeah. doesn't, like, I, it's just, you shouldn't measure yourself against anybody. And you also don't know, like, how they got to be where they are. Like, it could literally be like, oh, they worked super, super hard for so many years and now they're here and it just looks like, oh, they're mm -hmm. here now. Or it could literally be they were just handed something. Exactly. And, like, it's easy. Like, I say this, like, I follow my advice. I don't. Oh. Um... But, like, things on social media, like, people post the good stuff yeah. about their life and no one is posting, like, didn't get out of bed today, cried for eight hours, like, no one's posting that stuff. It's just, like, look at me being successful. Yeah. Because um, I feel like for the last, like, probably, like, year or so, I've just been, like, in a weird place in terms of, like, my job and, like, I haven't been super happy with it. And so it's always, like, really challenging for me to see people who are, like, my age, and they are in jobs that, I mean, like, from an outsider looking mm -hmm. in, look like, you know, like, a dream job, or it's, like, they're doing things, I'm like, oh, that's so cool, I wish I was doing that, um, and it's just, like, it's hard, like, when you're in not the best place in, like, a certain facet of your life, and then you're seeing other people who, like, in that facet of their life, it seems like they're, like, succeeding and, like, really happy with it, but again, like you said, people share what they want to share and it's probably mostly going to be the positive yeah. things. And so I'm sure if somebody were to like look at my Instagram or something, they'd be like, she's doing pretty Living good. I, maybe I hope people think that at least. <laughs> You're like, I'm trying. Um, and it's like, I, I always have to take a step back and be like, I actually am relatively yeah. successful or like, I think I've like accomplished like a decent amount of things for like my age and just whatever. And like, I don't know, everybody, does things at their own pace and mm -hmm. everybody's going to succeed in different ways and you can't compare somebody else's success to your own and you can't just be like oh well they're successful in something which means I'm not successful in like another yeah. thing um and I think it is just especially challenging like amongst women because yeah. we've been taught for so long that we're each other's competition yeah and, like, whatever you do isn't good enough because another, like, mm -hmm. prettier, more successful person is doing it better than you are. Exactly. Like, and it's such a challenging, like, mindset to kind of, um, like, I don't know, get, like, get yourself out of, I guess, and just be like, hey, no, um, just, I, and so, like, it's something that I, like, I've been working on, like, more recently where it's, like, like, because I've always been happy, obviously, if my friends yeah. succeeded, but, like, there's always, like, that part of you that's, like, oh, like, why am, like, I not doing yeah. that or, like, whatever, but, 
Uh, you know, shine theory, you shine, I shine. <laughs> I was about to say that. Um, and I mean, like, it is really true because I am super proud of all my friends because I feel mm-hmm. like everybody is succeeding in their own way and they're, like, all accomplishing, like, really cool things and, like, everyone's, like, following their own path and it's all very different, but everyone's successful in their own right. And so um, I just need to, like, be more positive about yeah. myself and what I'm accomplishing. So I think it's it's so much easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those things, like you said, it's, like, because we've been conditioned for this long, mm-hmm. it's, like... When you start to realizing, like, we start to realize it, <laughs> when you start to realize it, it's like, oh, entire mind shift to something yeah. else. It's not, not like a quick, Mm-mm. I'm going to be happy about where I'm at right now. Oh, exactly. And it's just one of those things, like, um, you have to take it day by day. And it's kind of like, um, like, in terms of, like, personally for me, like, when I was kind of learning to become more confident in myself and especially like to do with like body image and Mm -hmm. stuff like it's something that you have to basically like wake up every day and be like this is my mindset I'm going to think positively about this um and so it's like yeah it's not something that changes overnight and you're not just gonna be like oh my god (laughs) I'm like (laughs) I'm perfect now I'm perfect and I'm gonna be positive about everything and not compare myself to others ever again um (laughs) I'm fixed like (laughs) wink the ding yeah But it's just something that you kind of need to, or at least I need to remind myself of every day. And I mean, like, some days it's easier than others, and some mm-hmm. days it's harder than others. You know, I feel like there are just some days where you just are really down on yourself, and it's like, everyone you see, you're just like, well, their life is so much better than mine. <laughs> you're like, that's great for them. Um, and it's like, it's probably not. Um, yeah. But then there are other days where you're like, yeah, like... I'm chilling. I'm it. doing really well. Uh, so it's like just... me screenshotting every time we get like a new follower, <laughs> any kind of list, and I'm like, Logan, we're smashing it. We are we're little boys from Bradford, and now we're <laughs> smashing it. Ain't that the truth? Also, in AD Brian's profile, hold on, mm-hmm. let me. Yeah, sorry, we kind of got away from that. No, but it's still it's still related. <laughs> um, because this is what it kind of relates to what we were just talking about. But she said it says. Bryant spent her teenage years on the well-trodden path of dieting and self-deprivation. Mm. I was spending so much energy on something that really, no matter what I did, wasn't changing. And I truly got to a breaking point. I was like, how much longer can I do this? Can I do this for the rest of my life? She recalls the moment that she stopped focusing on trying to be skinny as a switch flipping. I finally was like, what if I put all of that energy into just trying to like myself and focus on the things I actually want to do as opposed to the thing that's a made-up concept? Yes. And, like, that's what made me all. I was, like, (laughs) at my desk reading this. I was like, it's so true. I loved that part of the article because I was just like, wow, relatable. Yeah. Because I remember, like, I had, like, a really similar moment, like, I don't know, like, end of high school or beginning of university where I was just like, hey... What if I didn't hate myself? <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? And again, like, it's not, like, you know, all of a sudden overnight I was, like, cool, 100% confident, but it was just, like, I just had that moment. It must have been, like, end of high school, because I remember, like, actually, I remember exactly what happened and when it was kind of, like, the turning point yeah. in terms of, like, me working towards not being a complete insecure mess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I was, like, out shopping with my mom somewhere and that always used to be such a disaster because yeah, I would always get so emotional rough. and I would always cry in the dressing room because like, God forbid, like something didn't fit properly. And I just remember being in the car afterwards and I'd gotten upset 
and my mom was just like, like, why are you so upset? Like, why are you crying? Yeah. And I was, I was just like, because I hate myself. <laughs> and like, or like, I was like, I just like hate the way I look or I hate myself. And it was just like, it was like a switch went off in my head. Yeah. And I was just like, wait, but what, what if, if I, I didn't? didn't? And it was just like, I think it was the first time I kind of said it out loud. Mm-hmm. And it was scary because I realized it was true. Yeah. And I was like, no, like, we need to fix this. <laughs> we need to work on this, girl. You know, like, I think it's so easy. Like, obviously, like, I knew that I was insecure. And I knew other things that I didn't like. But I never really said it out loud mm-hmm. like that to somebody else. And that was the moment where I was like, oh, no, like, this is real. And I don't want to feel yeah. like this for the rest of yeah, my life. Yeah, that's not a fun so let's start making some changes Mm -hmm. and it was just like from there on I like slowly just basically it's like retrain the way that I thought about myself and again it's not something that happens overnight and I mean like you know there's still days where I'm just like whatever I don't like this I don't like that but But like I think that like having days is like a normal amount of things where it's like okay like bad hair day like sometimes you just have like a bad body day. Yeah, oh, for right? sure. So it's, like, like that's normal, but, like, the amount of before was, like... Yeah. Not. I mean, not like, I don't remember the last time I cried in a dressing room. That's so good. It's, you know, I look in the mirror now, and I'm just like, hey, what's up? Like, <laughs> hey, what's up? Hello. Looking good. Um, what's it called? Um, because, like, when I was younger, like, obviously, I'm not buying my own clothes, mm-hmm. but I'm, like, a child. <laughs> so, it was always, like, oh, what looks flattering on you and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that was the thing for me was, like, always, like, people, like, you dress to be flattering. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, oh, if you dress, like, if you don't wear horizontal stripes, no one will know you're fat. <laughs> and that was the thing that was in my head. Yeah. Oh, I always And then I was, that. like, why, like... I was working from some, like, premise that if I didn't wear certain things, it would be hidden from the world that I was fat, Mm -hmm. which is, no. (laughs) Like, if (laughs) if you're wearing a solid color black shirt, you still still are fat, fat, but now you're in a black shirt. (laughs) Like, there's no, and when I realized that, I was like, oh, like, I want to, like. You can't hide it. I can't hide it. Everyone knows it already. And also. There's not an issue with that. So <laughs> like, what? It's fine. And then I just, it's hard still, but, mm-hmm. like, better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, something that you just kind of, like, have to keep working towards, and I don't think you're ever, like, done, no. you know? Um, and that's cool. But, yeah, I'm, the horizontal stripes thing, that's funny. It's something yeah. I always used to think about. It's not because, like, it's not like my, like, anyone, like, you know, in, well, like my family that's not right um but like it's not like my mom who was like my primary yeah. caregiver when I was growing up like she never you know really said anything to make me feel self-conscious but it was just things that I picked up from like society and yeah. like you know like you'd be watching tv like and what like, not to wear what not to wear and it was like oh yeah. like don't wear horizontal stripes and, and I'm like you're right that will that will hide me from the world and I remember that was something that like was in my head for such a long oh. time and it was like if I tried something on horizontal stripes I was like no no this is accentuating yeah things that I don't want it to. Every time, like, still, every time I put a shirt on that's horizontal stripes, yeah. which is a lot of shirts that I have, yeah. I've realized now I'm overcompensating <laughs> for not wearing stripes previously. But every, still, every time I put it on, like, who's gonna say something today? I'm gonna go out into the world and someone's gonna be like, you shouldn't wear horizontal stripes. Someone at work, because the customers are like that. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, 
you look fat in that. I am fat. Thank so, you. So, I look fat in everything. <laughs> That's just... <laughs> Funny thing about being fat. It's who I am, Jen. It's who <laughs> I am. Um, yeah, but her article was really, really nice, and it was really... It was... It's a short article. It's mostly pictures, and, like... It was short, fun little look. but I, I feel like there was a lot of really good content. That's the thing. And speaking of, like, um, being fat and, like, clothes and stuff, I really liked what she said about how plus-size clothing is as if the person who designed yeah. it was like, they've never had anything <laughs> fashionable. We're throwing it all into <laughs> one piece. It's literally so true. It's like, oh, you want it peplum? Let's make it peplum. Oh, you want it sequin? Throw some sequins on it. But oh, also you want, lace? You want cutouts cut out in shoulders? the shoulders? <laughs> it's so funny because, like, that's always what I think whenever I go into, like, the store that you yeah, work at. I'm I just know. like, it's so overwhelming. Do you want to hear, sorry, back to my the store that I work at for a second. Go for it. Um... <laughs> Megan yes. was showing me some, we'd have like surveys at the bottom of the receipt. Mm, mm-hmm. So we're going through some of them. She's like, hold on, look at this. Someone was like, In, more skulls. We just need no. more skulls on things. And we were both like, have you been in here? I would say like 50% of your merchandise has skulls on it. Why? Who knows? I, but that, that woman wanted more. More, more, more. <laughs> there was no skulls <laughs> enough to please her. But I just, I thought that was, like, it's such a so good point. True. And I like that she's, like, working towards having her own clothing yeah. line. Yeah. When I saw that as part of, like, the tagline, I was like, oh, my God, yes. And, like, also, it talked about how she wanted to do, like, a magazine shoot with Shasheline. Cecily, Cecily Strong. Strong. I was going to say Cecily Tyson. No, she's a <laughs> tremendous actress, but no. Cecily Strong <laughs> and Kate McKinnon, they did some kind of, like, photo shoot together. Mm-hmm. And, uh... She had to bring her own clothes because the styling department did not have stuff for her. Yeah. That's your job. <laughs> like, perhaps if you're shooting someone you know is plus size, bring items to dress her or make items to dress her. Mm. Yeah, it shouldn't be the person's responsibility to bring their own clothes. No. Unless everyone had to bring their own clothes. Yeah, like, unless it's been, like, pre-planned, <laughs> or, like, if she felt more comfortable bringing her own clothes. Yeah. But, like, it shouldn't be, like, oh, we don't have anything that's gonna fit you or yeah. anything that you like that fits you, so just wear what you have. And they also, like, they said her size in this article, she's an 18. Mm-hmm. That's not... On the scale of, like, plus-size clothing, that's, like, mid-range plus-size. So it's, like, if this celebrity is having trouble getting clothes made for her for events, getting trouble finding clothes for photo shoots, Mm -hmm. and she's a size 18 and has access to probably other things that, like, the general public does not have access to. What about someone who's, like... Small and she's a 26. Mm-hmm. Like, what is, like, what do those people have? Like, there's no, nothing. Nothing. It's very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I just, and, like, it, it's something that we've talked about before, but there need to be more options available to plus-size yeah. women and not just, like, not <laughs> just, like, skulls. But not just acceptable <laughs> plus-size, yeah. you know? Like, not like, just, like, nice. 14, 16. Like, it just, yeah. like... 20 plus, you know? Yeah. Like, cause, like um, that's a good place to start. women are those sizes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's awesome that, like, A.D. Bryant is, like, you know, working on coming out with her own line. 
but like there just needs to be more people who are doing that. And like you and I yeah. talked about this not that long ago, but um, Toronto-based designer Haley oh, Elsacer, um, so disappointed, who is herself a plus-size woman. Yeah. Um, her own line that she makes doesn't offer plus size, no. which is. Like, she often gets questioned about that. There's, like, buns groups that are, like, mm-hmm. for curvy clothing swapping and, like, all that kind of jazz. And people always talk about, they're like, oh, I love, like, this item. Like, are you going to carry plus sizes? And it's always, like, as a, like, startup designer, I'm doing this kind of by myself. Like, I'm new to this. I'm just up and coming. It's hard for me to do sizes. I don't know if it's me being naive <laughs> to the design industry. I don't know anything about it. I'm just fat. <laughs> That's it. That's my stance here. But I don't, like, I just feel like if I had that talent that she has and, mm. like, wanted to be a designer, that having, like, lived experience <laughs> as a plus-size person, I would want at least to cater to them a little bit. Mm. And I don't know, like... I don't know what sizes she goes up to anymore because, like, I get discouraged <laughs> looking at the website because I'm like, oh, I love this. I love this. I want this. Mm-hmm. Oh, these are cute. And yeah. I'm like, no, not for you. Yeah. And I, that's, like, a good point. I was going to say that, like, um, yeah, you'd think that she would want to cater yeah. to a demographic that, A, she's a part of, and B, needs things. Needs things because not enough people are making them. But it's also, like, it's... It's one of those things where it's very transparent when people are like, oh, we don't want to do that because, like, we don't have it's the resources we don't have. Um, we, it would be hard to market. We don't have, like, there's all these excuses, and it's like... They're all bullshit. Just say what is the truth. You don't want your clothes to be known for being for fat people. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, she's a brand name now. Mm-hmm. Like, celebrities have worn her on tour... People wear her on red carpets. If she had gone the plus size route to begin with, that would have not been a thing. And she didn't want that. Like, that's yeah. just, that's no, what it's it is. No, the fact of the matter. Um, she says that she does um, consultations and will make, if you want a certain thing, she'll make it in yeah. your size. But I can't imagine how much that would yeah, cost. Yeah, if you want to shell out thousands of dollars to get, for a like, custom-made jacket. Like, like, I would love to have some of the things that she has on her website, but that's really not... It's not accessible, not and you can't expect people to be like, oh, well, let me get a custom-made piece. Like, most average people yeah. can't afford that. And, like, to be fair, I haven't looked into, like, getting a custom but, thing, but you can assume that it's going to be more expensive than what she's And her shit her is already for. expensive. Exactly. No offense, but for what it is... <laughs> no offense. It's obscenely priced. Because it's a label now. Like, it's a name. Like, she has cute shit. I will give her that. Yeah. I have some Haley Alsacer things, mostly socks, because they're inexpensive. <laughs> but, like, for what it is, and for, like, her pieces are very outrageous, and yeah. they're fun, but it's not the type of thing that most people would wear every day. Yeah. It's like a statement. It's a statement piece. Which is why people wear it on tour and to carpets and things like that. And it's just like, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to spend, like that amount of money on something that I'm gonna wear like three times yeah that's the thing like I love the print that's the toilets on it like I think it's hilarious and mm-hmm. I love it and I like the overalls of it and yeah, I like yeah, yeah. the like the skater dress kind of yeah. thing yeah like if that was available in my size it might be something that I considered getting as like a fun like oh treat yourself well, thing. exactly but like I can't 
pay you to make it for me. And nor should you have to. Like, if... I don't know. It's just very disappointing when you know the creator of the line is plus size. Yeah. Like, if it was just, like, a skinny lady, I'd be like, what's new? Well, exactly. (laughs) And, like, I, like, it shouldn't be all on, like, people in their own thing to, like, push their thing forward. Other people should support them and lift them up. But also, please do better for your community, your fat community. Do better for your fat community. (laughs) Please. I'm going to coin the term fat community. (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm sure they didn't. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, um, yeah, disappointing, I guess. And I mean, like, it's disappointing for me and it doesn't even affect my life. (laughs) Like, I'm not part of the fat community, unfortunately. I'm kicking her out. (laughs) Um, but it's just, and like you said, it's so transparent. It's just like, I already know why you're not doing it. I don't want to hear what you want, like, you think I want to hear mm -hmm. from you because I already know what it is (laughs) what it is what it is what's good but literally like you know the reason is like it's not you have the fabric already Mm -hmm. you're making your prints already Mm -hmm. you go up to i don't know what size she goes up to like a a 16 is that too big i I think that might be too big 12 because i don't even think she does like number sizes i think it's it's like like small medium large I think she might do an extra large, okay. which is, I don't know what that no. equates to in terms of like number <laughs> yeah. sizes. Cause I'm so ignorant when it comes to sizing. Yeah. Like I barely know what size I am. An extra large is probably like a 16, but probably like low end. It would probably, cause usually extra large is like for going from forever 21 and extra large fits more like a large would somewhere else. Right. Like that, that's the kind of. Yeah. Cause I was going to say like, I. Like, I know, like, an eight's around a medium, yeah. depending on where you are. So, I mean, like, an extra large, that would be, like, maybe, be like, a four and eight. Yeah. And probably, uh, like, a 12. <laughs> probably. Yeah. So, like, you have all the things. You go up to a certain size. It really, even if you just wanted to, like, do, like, a limited edition I was just about to say that. And see, like... Because... Just test the water. Like, there's so many people would want it. Like, people on buns are constantly like, hey, I would love this and not to pay for it to exactly. be it's custom. Like, the demand is obviously there. Yeah. Um, well, it's just like, you know, like, when the Fenty Beauty line came out mm-hmm. and everyone was like, you know, darker foundation shades aren't going to sell and, like, they were which the one sold out on, first. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's the... And um, that's like... um. What's her name? Victoria Beckham Mm -hmm. did a plus size line for Target. Yes. And it sold out like crazy. I love it. Because people were like, Victoria Beckham, it's my size. What? And um, like, just do do something. Like, it's not. Yeah, no, it's like the demand is there. And like you said, if you you still want to like hide behind your excuse of like, oh, the resources and the money and blah, 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 then do a limited collection. Like, literally everyone. Oh, literally everyone. The the reason they don't carry plus size. Um, Yeah, like, do like a limited collection. See how it goes. See how it fares. I guarantee you it will be very successful. If you have the funds to get like custom made clothing and stuff sure like if that's what you want to oh, do like that's awesome I, I wish, wish I, could do I wish I had that like boy I would have a lot of things in my closet <laughs> that I don't have but the thing is I have a problem um paying for something to be a custom creation when 
you could get it in a smaller size. That's not custom. That's yeah. just a size up. <laughs> like, and you having to pay double because it's quote unquote custom. Up. Yeah, it's not, like, that's not a custom. I didn't send you in a drawing and it's like, <laughs> I need this, but I want shoulder pads that are eight feet long on both sides. Like, it's not. What a look. Right? That's my, that's what I want if you're listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's just, just do a little better, please. Please and thank please. you. Uh, yeah, the article... We'll put it on, like, Twitter or something. Yeah, we'll definitely link but it. But it's, um, what's it called? I wrote it down. Crystals, puppies, sparkles, rainbows, and rage with AD <laughs> She also oh, referred gosh, to up. something as how she rages against the machine. machine. <laughs> and I thought of you immediately, because Logan said that. One day, I just, I don't even know, like, what the context no. was. It doesn't even matter. But I just said to Zoe... <laughs> I just want to rage against the machine. <laughs> so now we just say that all the time. Yeah. I, as soon as I saw that in the yeah. article, I was like, oh. Rage against the machine. Me. Um, you said something that reminded me of something else, and now I'm trying to think of what it was because I got distracted by Rage Against the Machine. Um, oh, Twitter. 280 characters. Oh, yes. That uh, stances. I, overall... I don't love it because I'm just like the whole like gimmick around Twitter was like 140 characters. Yeah. Like it's kind of weird. Like now they're just changing the whole thing. But I do like it in terms of our podcast. That's what I was gonna say. That's my exact opinion. So it's just like when I see people who are just like tweeting for like funsies, yeah, and, like tweets or like jokes. I'm like and, I don't like, care. Stories. Stick to 140 when characters. When they're like long, like the 280, I'm like, this is too much to look at, and I'm stressed out. But, like, when we're writing our tweets to, like, promote episodes, I'm like, sweet, I can fit so much more uh, yeah. in. Add another hashtag. Salt Bay, the hashtag. <laughs> Outdated meme. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. my God. Speaking of memes. <laughs> Shook. Vine. The Vine book. The honey milk and vine. Milk and vine. <laughs> There's a book that I saw on Twitter. There's Let a bathroom. There's a bathroom. That rhymes. It is called Milk and Vine. Let me, where is it? Oh no. I can't find. Oh, you said you tweeted it to yeah. me. Um, yeah, so Zoe like oh, tagged me in this tweet, and there's this book that somebody created. It's called Milk and Vine. And so it's like basically a parody of Milk and Honey by Rupi Kaur. And it's just like, <laughs> it's just. Like, the dialogue yeah. to all these vibes. But it's, like, formatted exactly like uh, Milk and Honey. And then there's, like, these, like, stupid little drawings and stuff, too. Like, there's one. Like, he tweet The guy who created it tweeted a picture of the book itself and yeah. then a couple of pages. And there's one, and it's, like, to make a long fucking story short, I put a whole bag of jelly beans up my ass. And there's a little drawing of a bag of jelly beans. I like the one that's... This bitch empty. Yeet! And then there's just <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, it's. We're gonna buy it. It's um, truly amazing. I think that once we buy it, we should do a, an inspirational reading of yes, it on yes. the podcast. It's uh, but. it's by Adam Gess Gess Gessesqui. Oh God! It's like a Polish it's last a Polish name, name, and, and we're I should, failing. I should know how to pronounce it. It's by him and Emily Beck. Um, Gessesqui. It looks um, hilarious. It looks really funny, and, and I want. We it definitely, in my we definitely life. need that. 
Um, also, in my notes mm-hmm. here, I have um, the whole Louis C.K. CK. I was just thinking um, that. Speaking of trash men. Just this a is, continuation <laughs> from our last episode. This is one that's, like, bothering me hardcore today. Ooh, do tell. Because um, I listen to a lot of, like, comedy podcasts mm-hmm. and, like, comedy bang bang and stuff like that. And Jen Kirkman and, like, people, like, who have been talking about this yeah. for so long. Like, literal years. Like, women have been talking about him doing this exact thing. Not like a, oh, just, like, blanket, like, oh, he was, like, I was sexually assaulted by him. Like, specific, Straight he up. blocked me in my hotel room, wouldn't let me leave, and masturbated in front of me until he was done, and then I could leave. Yeah. Like, Dozens of women in comedy circles have been mm-hmm. talking about this for years, and just now we have a problem with it. Just now, because it's waiting for the New York Times article to come out that's gonna have all these stories yeah. in it, and you've canceled like his movie and everything just now. His movie, which is like basically just like autobiographical, yeah. like he's just. He's such a piece of shit, and I have just, I have not, I've never liked him because I've always, like, heard about these things, and I've just, I've never gotten into his comedy, yeah. I've never liked him because I'm yeah. just like, you're a vile human being, yeah, he's... but, like, everybody loves him, no. like, oh, Louis C.K., like, god of comedy, wow, what a funny guy, he's so, like, you know, he tells it like it is, yeah. and, like, you know. Like... I remember my sister, I was over at her house mm. one day, and she was, like, looking for something to watch and then it was like he was on hbo or something Mm. having a comedy special yeah and i was like i don't really like i don't really want to watch this i don't i don't find him funny and she's like oh really and then i was like yeah Yeah. and there's like all these stories about like him sexually assaulting women and like forcing them into his hotel room and making them watch him and like all this stuff and it was like oh like it was just it was something that it was like kind of you heard about it everywhere mm-hmm. but it was of course because it's women talking about them you can't take it seriously nah. and you're like that's just a silly rumor mm-hmm. silly girl yeah, the sit rumor down started by like you know a dozen different women yeah, but no, it's fine. you know how those rumors go when a bunch of people can <laughs> corroborate the Each same other's stories yeah um yeah i i so just trashman i hate him so much yeah. because just, he's He's the type of comedian where people are like, like they just think like they're so cerebral for yeah. like, and you're like, oh, you made a poop joke. How like, like oh, like Louis C.K. Like he's just like, you know, like he's just like a little bit deeper, and like he yeah. just like he's like people just think they're really smart for liking Louis C.K. And another thing about him is like he makes a lot of like racial like commentary on things, <laughs> which like wow, and, as like, a white man, that's a bold move. He's Mexican. <laughs> But he's white. He's white passing. Super white passing. He's Uh ginger. Like, Uh without knowing anything about you, people assume you're white. You benefit from being a white man all the time. But you, like, you're going to make this, like, racial commentary and, like, joke about race. Hasn't he also said the N-word before, like, in his bed? Like, definitely he has. So that's chill. Like, hmm, maybe don't support people who are trash when people tell you that they're trash. Yeah. It's just, like, a bummer because there are so many funnier people out there, and especially, like, funnier women. I know. Who don't get nearly as much, like, recognition or respect than, like, this trash man. And, like, 
I saw a GIF earlier on Twitter, and it's, like, from one of his, like, comedy specials, and he's talking about men, and he's saying, we're the number one threat to women globally and historically, we're the number one cause of injury and mayhem to women, we're the worst thing that ever happens to them, and I'm just, like... And you... Like... That's the thing, like, he's, he's benefiting... From, like, he gets a lot of attention for his bits that are, like, um, political and social and he's like, and, oh, I'm a male feminist. Right? Like, he gets, he, <laughs> Matt McGorry's the situation. <laughs> Don't um, bring Matt McGorry into this. He, he's like, I'm here to save you. And then behind the scenes is just being he's the grossest person Contributing in the world. to a lot so of terrible That's why things. you can't trust people, men. <laughs> Men, people. Men will always disappoint How you. How many times do we have to say it? Also, this morning, as I was leaving my house to go to work, I saw the headline being like, Jeffrey Tambor accused of I sexual know. assault. And I just went, no, out loud. My mom and I were talking about that last night. She's like, oh, yeah, like, one of the latest is, like, Jeffrey Tambor. And I'm just like, who is safe to be a fan of anymore? No one. No one. Laura showed, was talking to me about a tweet that she saw that was like, not all men want to fucking bet. Like, <laughs> because with all these things coming out, like, true. it's so real. Yeah. It's a big yikes. One big yikes. Just like a <laughs> long yikes. Like, yeah. 280 characters of yikes. of yikes. Truly. Honestly. I, it's a big old mess. And then the Corey Haim. And uh, Charlie Sheen situation. Are we shocked Charlie Sheen is uh, a bad person? <laughs> Winning. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. It's just kind of like wild because I mean like Corey Feldman's been like like going off about this for yeah. like years. Yeah. Like he's like there is a pedophile ring in Hollywood and everyone's and like you shut him nuts. Down and, like yeah. you crazy guy. It's like hey. Well his friend. And then, yeah, and then he was finally like, um, no, like, this actually happened. And now, like, in the wake of everything else, people are like, maybe he's not so maybe crazy. Like, guy's on to something. Um, yeah. And Wed, Wed, Ed, Ed Westwick. Westwick. Uh, God almighty, the list just goes on and on. I think it's, like, it's so exhausting to just, like, go on Twitter day after day and just, like, see all the new accusations. Yeah. But, like, it, it, like, it is, I guess, nice to see that people are being empowered and feeling like they can come forward and yeah. speak out about things. And it just, it seems like for once people are actually listening. It's and a weird time because it was like all these, it's all these cases of black women accusing Bill Cosby. People were like, no, 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 we can never. But now He's America's dad. Now it's a lot of like white women coming forward to things. I think that plays a big part into it also, but I think now is just a time when people are waking up more to things. I like to think I just think like in terms of like this little like thing that's going on, like the Weinstein thing really acted as a catalyst yeah. and it just like set things in motion and people are just going after everyone now. I'm and glad. it's it's good. I'm glad that people are listening. I'm glad that people feel like they can come forward. But yeah, it's unfortunate that um, you know, past situations of a similar nature weren't taken as seriously. Yeah. And I'm sure that there's still a lot, a lot, a lot of men and women who feel like they can't come forward yeah. about their stories. Um, but you know, at least there's a tiny bit of good coming out of it, I guess. Yeah. 
gotta look on the bright side. I guess. And no one, uh, no one this side. week took uh, their accusation as the worst time to come out. So true. That's true. That's another. <laughs> I mean, there's still time, but silver lining in the. Did terrible, you see terrible. that they're um, recasting Kevin Spacey yeah. in the movie that's already finished production? Yeah. <laughs> they were just, I was just watching the news and they were doing it and they like consulted a Toronto based uh, special effects company. Yeah. And they were like, so how, like, how could they do this in the quickest way possible? And they're like, well, what we're thinking is they'll probably film Christopher Plummer's face and superimpose his face onto Kevin Spacey's body. Because Kevin Spacey has signed a contract already with the movie, they can still use footage of his body and things. So, if there's shots of the back of him, still might be Kevin Spacey. They're gonna fucking social network that shit. I am so excited. (laughs) My favorite thing about the social network is that Army Hammer... His face plays both of the Winklevoss yeah. twins, but they had a body double for the second twin, and I think his name's like oh, it's like Tyler Pence or Josh Pence or something like that. And he's credited in the movie, but you never <laughs> see his face because they CGI'd Army Hammer's face onto his body, and that's one of my favorite things about that movie. So look forward to some special effects. Amazing. Coming your way. I love that. I love. I love that that is what's happening. I'm just like crush his entire career, burn it to the ground. It's destroy just, all of them. It's wild how quickly someone can fall from good graces yeah. because, you know, he was such, like, a highly esteemed actor and, you know, so well-respected and, well, I mean, like, amongst certain people and, you know, had these awards and, you know, just was critically acclaimed yeah. and, wow, now Christopher <laughs> Palmer's face is going to be superimposed <laughs> on the yours. Um, what was I going to say? Also, do you hear the Brianna Brochu situation? I don't know what that is. Okay. This girl somewhere in the States, I don't know all the oh, details. Oh, the roommate thing? Yeah, they, they were roommates. roommates. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they were roommates. Shit, yeah, 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 I do. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa to everything yeah. here. Um, but a podcast that we listened to, Jasmine Ad Nauseum, did an episode about it. And it was very, very funny. Nice. And I would recommend listening would to that. Because her commentary on it is everything. And into it. It's so funny. But that story, if you don't know, the premise is this white girl was roommates with a girl named Jasmine, who's <laughs> black, and she um, did not like being her roommate, and now she's she's being perhaps charged with a hate crime? Yeah. Because she proceeded to do the worst things in the world to another human being. Yeah. Such as rubbing her dirty tampons on oh, her bang. Sticking her toothbrush up her rectum and putting it back in her uh, holder there. Yeah. <laughs> Just things that didn't need to happen. Um, One of my favorite things about this whole little, like, saga that's going on is that, like, all the articles I've seen use the ugly white girl's mugshot. Yes. And then they use the, glamorous. the most beautiful photo. Yeah. Of Jasmine, is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. They use the most beautiful photo of her, and I'm just like, wow, what a nice change from most of the time it's like they'll always find the mugshot of the black oh, person yeah. and then use this like nice like school photo of like I the white I'm terrible like, person. I love it. She's like crying in her mugshot, like she has like a little like mm, She's like, so tear. ugly. <laughs> I also um she had like some like Instagram account where she like did like cornrows and like dreadlocks yeah. and stuff, and I'm just like it's just so typical where oh. 
people were like white people will appropriate black culture but then will be incredibly incredibly racist it's like hmm you can't have it both ways so you yeah. really shouldn't have it either way yeah, but no. um here you are yeah no that's a wild story it's, I know. yeah but her jasmine ad nauseum mm-hmm. podcast she's part of the lady pod squad Okay. Her chill. episode was so funny. Like I was in tears listening to it at work. Oh my god. Because she just goes off in a rant, and it's just like all your emotions. Like when you hear the story the first time, she's like articulating. She's I like, love but how? That. Why would you ever? I love it's that. Great. I was listening. Speaking of podcasts, I was listening to um, High Expectations. Yes. Um, their like most recent episode, which was about queer dating, so which was good. like very entertaining to listen to. Um, I, like, I just really enjoyed their voices. Yeah. <laughs> like, their accents they're, are so cute. They're adorable. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And then I also was listening to, it's a new podcast. It's called Lemon, oh, God, I just threw my lip on. It's called <laughs> Lemon Water, and it's by a girl named, um, Michelle Simon, who is from Toronto. And the whole reason I, like, even know about her and follow her on social media is because <laughs> she was on Into the Gloss, because they did oh, yeah. a top shelfie with her. Um, and she's, like, really cool and just, like, you know, like, aesthetic goals. Yeah. just like, ooh, let me compare myself to you. Uh, <laughs> You're so successful. Just kidding. But she just, um, posted the first kind of, like, intro episode to her podcast. And it was basically just all about, like, health and wellness and self-care and beauty and all of that stuff. Yeah. And basically everything I'm, like, super interested in. Um, and so I really enjoyed that. Cool. Cool. It's a fun little podcast, little podcast. recommendation. Um, are you ready for American Horror Story Corner? No. Uh, we have two episodes to talk about. Yes. Um, so. Last week, the when we watched both of them in a row, it was a very trying time for both of us <laughs> because it was too much at one time. Yeah. <laughs> and both episodes were doing the most. The absolute most. Yeah. I mean, like, normally we watch it week by week, but last week we had skipped, so we had two to catch yeah. up on. And, like, it's, bar- like, we're barely able to get through one episode. Yeah. Trying to get through two was like having teeth pulled. It was bad. (laughs) And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. So, episode one. These are the notes that we have Mm -hmm. written down. Judgment House. Right. Saw? Question mark? Question mark. (laughs) I love our family. The one we're going to make. (laughs) Will you carry our Messiah baby? Uh As he enters you, I will enter him. (laughs) Are you cool with that? Then I have a quote from Logan, who's like, it's not gay if your sister's involved. And I lost my mind laughing. Then I swear they ruined that song for us. Oh, God, Um, yeah. Let us remove our garments. They will be burned after the sacred copulation ends. Mount her. You eat shit and die. (laughs) The best part. Lean into your masculinity. Lean in. Erect nipples. (laughs) Oh, my God, I forgot. And pinky power. So, where do we begin? Judgment House. It started the episode with Winter and Kai, Kai. Um, having, like, flashbacks to, like, what they used to do together. They would, like, troll forums and, like, be like, yeah, like, abortion sucks, man. Like, that yeah. kind of thing. You know how you do that in your spare yeah, time. when it's really fun to <laughs> pretend you're bigoted. Yeah, it's um, chill. And they get invited by a pastor of some kind to something called Judgment House. That's, like, invitation only. <laughs> uh, really cool. <laughs> really a VIP kind of thing. Invitation um, <laughs> they, they get there. Oh. And um, it's, like, like, a haunted house 
kind of vibe. Yeah, no, it definitely um, got like a haunted house vibe. Yeah. Got a saw vibe. Definite saw vibe. Saw two or three. Whatever one with the needle pit. Mm, that one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Ryan, you specifically. We see you ripping off saw. Um, they go in, there's a woman um, strapped to like a medical. <laughs> Like bed, medical bed. Does that um, make sense? Like a hospital bed. Like a, that's the word. <laughs> yeah, no, you were you're on the right track. It's fine. You were there. right. You were right. <laughs> I'm right. Thank you so much you're for welcome. Me. Um, in a hospital gown, <laughs> medical gown. That yeah. works too. Go for um, it. Sure. And she's bleeding. Yes. Um, and there's bags of uh fetuses. Aborted on the fetuses. Ceiling. And she's like, this is not a joke. Let me out. Like, you but have they, to like, me. still think it's a but joke. But they're, like, laughing, like, sick haunted house, bro. Like, <laughs> keep going through this. It was invitation only. We have to stay. It's pretty exclusive. Um, so that was disturbing. It was actually, um, I don't generally like get disturbed by things like it has to be a lot but like that was that was a lot it was a lot and it was like genuinely hard to watch yeah i didn't like it and then they just keep going into room after room and it's like all these things that this pastor thinks are like bad like it's the gay guy and he's like on a table like sitting in a chair and it has like knives in the back and he's like when you finish talking to me, like... The knives are gonna burst through my chest. I've seen it happen to the guy before me, and, like, all around him are, like, like, leather-clad mannequins. Yeah. It was a weird time. It was a lot. There was something else. Oh, the person who was addicted to drugs Mm -hmm. was laying on, um, (laughs) a hospital bed. A hospital bed, yes. And with, um, IVs. Oh, I hated that. And it was just, like, drugs constantly, like... Uh. So, uh, at just, the end, they they get out, mm-hmm. they free them, and they tie the pastor down. They're like, look at this. You don't even know these people. That girl, she wasn't getting an abortion. She was just trying to get her STI treated. And, like, it was all, like, it was all, like, see, they weren't even bad people like you thought they were. And if they were bad people, <laughs> they deserved it. But they're not. Yeah. And you're like, no, no, even if she had been there to get an abortion, she doesn't, she doesn't deserve, deserve that. It was a very weird message to give. <laughs> and I just um, imagine that, like, that episode could have been very triggering for a lot oh, of people. and right off the bat. Like, right off, like, no warning. Was, we're doing this now. Judgment House, <laughs> get ready. Like, listen, they put a warning before, sorry, <laughs> they put a warning before the one that had the mass shooting, yeah. being like, hey, like, due to recent events, like, this might be troubling to some people. I think they should have put a warning before Just that anything, one. anything, being like, hey, this might might be disturbing. Just before, like, like not, every episode. Like, I know they have the, like, FX, like, um, <laughs> sorry, she's having a Charlie horse. Oh my god, no, it's uh, fine, keep going, keep going, Okay, it's fine. okay. she's here. running I'm around. Here. Um, like, <laughs> what was I even saying? Oh, like, they have the FX, like, Hey, what you're about to watch yeah, may like, have disturbing scenes that are not recommended for all viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah, but I don't think for that specific episode that was enough yeah. at all. There should have been um, more. That was just like the first 15 minutes. Like, also, dead actually, ass. that's more time. It's probably like five to ten minutes. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> next was straight into Kai wants his sister. Uh, he wants to impregnate his sister. Yes, but here, um, here was his thought process. Okay. So he, so Colton Haynes is in the show <laughs> this season. Um, and so what was going to happen was there was going to be a bit of like 
at like a chain reaction, like a domino effect sort of thing. So basically, teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> so um, Colton Haynes was going to penetrate Billy Lord. <laughs> And at the same time, Evan As Peters... As enters you, I will enter him. And at the same time, Evan Peters was going to penetrate Colton Haynes. Yeah. Um, like a weird threesome situation yeah. that would one participant was not on board with, yeah. let me tell yeah. you. Um, so it would end with Winter being pregnant by a messiah baby. She would have a messiah baby. Yes. And... Um, <laughs> it was just like... The agreement happened too fast. It was like, hey, sis, uh, have my baby. And she's like, kind of weird. And he's like, no, it's not. She's like, cool. Yeah, you're right. He's <laughs> like, no, it's not. Don't worry. Like, Colton Haynes will be there. <laughs> and that's when I it's said, not gay. it's not gay if your sister's involved. Because it just kind of seemed like Evan yeah. Peters wanted to it's sleep not with. Gay. If what it's in a three way. way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? Um, it kind of just seemed like. Billy Lord was like the unnecessary participant because it just seemed like the two guys wanted yeah. to go at it and good for you go and for it. If, if it already wasn't disturbing enough for you between the incest um, and they, the incest, oh, they came out in a uh, white robe. Oh yes, and I swear was playing and I slid forward on the table and was like, God damn it! Oh my God, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, so like we were watching it together and like. It was as if in that moment, no one else, no one else, it was just me, but like Zoe just like was completely in her own mind for a second because she did, she just like leaned forward on the coffee table and she's like, oh god damn it. Like she was talking purely to herself and it just, was so, she like, was so distressed. I reached a breaking point with Ryan Murphy. Like we already knew he was ridiculous, Yeah. but you're having a weird incestuous threesome with I swear playing in the background I swear by the moon in the stars in the sky how (laughs) dare you ruin that song it was number one the week I was born it was the only song I fell asleep to as an infant don't do that we both have memories with that song and I swear and it was very disturbing that was playing white robes weird lighting Mm -hmm. he said mount her and that was that was not something I wanted to hear. No. Evan Peters. Let me say, Evan Peters has said a lot of things in the past couple of seasons of American Horror Story that I never wanted to hear whatever his character's name in Sleepover is called say. Yeah. SpongeBob. SpongeBob. I was going to say that, but I'm like, is that a fever dream? Was it? Yes. Um, um, and I will never be able to enjoy Sleepover again. No. Um, also... He said something about leaning into your masculinity. Yes. Um, that was the part. I love the His phrase lean in. Okay. Erect. At one point, he... He was like, excited to be there. Doesn't have a shirt on and, like, listen. It's when he disrobes. <laughs> From his white robe. He disrobes and, oh my god, I have never seen harder nipples in my life. Except Suicide Forest. <laughs> What's his face? Taylor Kinney. Taylor Kinney. He was... Happy to be there. So, Zoe and I went to go see that forest movie that came out, like, a couple years ago, and I just at one point leaned over to Zoe, and I was like, Taylor Kenny's nipples have been hard the entire time. And they had been. Like, just the entire, just, they're, they're out there. Permanently. They're joining the party. Permanently excited. Um, my favorite moment, I think a collective favorite moment, actually, of this first episode was, um, 
Colton Haynes just going, eat, shit, and die at oh one point. God. You eat, shit, and die. You eat, shit, and die. But it was like, it was so quick. It was like, hey, how are you, man? I was like, eat, shit, and die. Like that, so that's her new response to everything. It was just like, it was like Evan Peters was giving him like some constructive yeah. criticism, basically. Like, <laughs> he like whipped his head and was like, you eat, shit, and die. I was like, all right. Cool. It's like if Zoe was just telling me, like, hey, maybe you shouldn't drop your lip balm so much when we're recording the podcast. It might disrupt the audio. And I just turned to her and went, eat, shit, and die. Eat, shit, and die. So, yeah. No, just... There's that. A natural um, response. Second episode. Are you ready to get into that I don't one? even remember what happened in the second Let episode. Let me read our list of notes. Um, Evan Peters has all the cultivators. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Sarah Paulson suddenly has black eyeliner. <laughs> Um, tripod, speedwagon, sandstorm, <laughs> gutterball, pus bucket, wiki how, how to escape a cult leader. There's only 14 steps. They're all in there. Beverly is slapping winter in the face. Ass sucking sycophants. There was nothing in the Kool-Aid. Evan Peters is Osmandius' dad. The only answer is murder. So I choose revenge on you. <laughs> Arsenic in the wine slash pasta. Halfway home. When she said that uh, to her. Yes. Um, Evan Peters was Jesus. Mm-hmm. Doubters get no cookies. The amount of times they said man witch. <laughs> She's in the trunk. I killed her. So, yeah, the episode was weird. Um, this was the only time since the beginning, not even since, since the theme of the season was announced. That they've mentioned anything about cults. Yeah. And suddenly Evan Peters was the leader of every cult ever. Like, you saw him as everyone. <laughs> like, he was Jim Jones. He was other people. He was the, the, what's his face? I don't know names. Whatever. Names are overrated. Fuck names. Um, yeah. <laughs> Each and die. Each and die. Um, yeah, they were doing, like, flashbacks to, like, these famous cults. And Evan Peters was the leader of all of yeah. them. And it was really upsetting. Yeah. Um, this was also the episode that my coworker wanted to talk to me about because she's just like, plot there's twist. a really big plot twist. <laughs> and so I was really excited to watch it, but I feel like there were about eight different plot yeah. twists. And so I like, every time something happened, I was like, oh, that must have been what this she was talking thing. about. And then something else would happen. I was like, well, it must have been that. Like, I think the plot twist she was talking about was Sarah Paulson wearing black eyeliner all of a sudden. True. It yeah. was like Sarah Paulson took a page out of Taylor Swift's book and was like, <laughs> I'm edgy now. I'm going to wear some the black eyeliner. The old Sarah eyeliner. Paulson can't, can't come, come to the, the phone, phone right now. now. Why? Because she's, she's dead. dead. Yeah, that was exactly, that's exactly what it is. Um, also, all the cult followers yeah. had really interesting names. Yeah, so um, all of a sudden, sorry, just to interrupt yeah. for a second. All of a sudden, Evan Peters just has this cult of Oh, yeah, men. guys in, in blue button-ups. Yes, but then also long johns when they're oh, sleeping. yes. Don't forget the long johns. You gotta have the long johns. So, I, again, they just appeared one episode. Like, there was no lead-up to that. Yeah. It was just, like, they weren't there. All of a sudden, there's, like, a fully formed cult. Anyway, continue. Um, they, their names, mm-hmm. these people who are suddenly there for no reason, mm-hmm. Tripod, Speedwagon, Sandstorm, Gutterball, and Puss Bucket. So. And Cheese Log. Oh, che- <laughs> Cheese Log. Cheesy bobs. Honestly, tag yourself. I'm speedwagon. <laughs> um, also, they concoct a plan that they have to kill Evan Peters now. Like, that's the only option. That's um, been the only option. And Winter literally printed out a WikiHow article about how to escape a cult leader. And was like, there's only 14 steps. <laughs> like, okay. 
I love cool. I love that. Uh, Evan Peters makes them all drink Kool Aid. Yes. Or he's going to shoot someone, so they all do it. And then he's like, "There's nothing in the Kool Aid." Prank. <laughs> I'm a prank channel. Um, <laughs> so that happened. Uh, then he thinks that he's Osmandius's father because he says that he donates to the sperm bank that they got the sperm at. The sperm at. The sperm at. Spermatosa. Exactly. <laughs> Spermatozoa <laughs> is what it is, not spermatosa. <laughs> That's like a weird. I know like, biology. Um. So there's that. So they're like, oh my god, no. <sighs> and uh, he's not. It turns out he's not. But uh, what's her face? Sarah Paulson mm-hmm. is like letting him believe that he is. Yeah. So like, I think he keeps the kid alive, and yeah. then she can like work out a plan. But uh, Sarah Paulson also murders Ivy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With um, arsenic. Yeah, she murders her wife. And says, halfway home, about <laughs> murdering her. And revenge. Uh, doubters get no cookies. Evan Peters got mad at Osmandius Because yeah. Osmandius was like, no, this, none of this is real. It's not on the internet. See, on my phone. Like, sounds fake, but okay. And uh, Evan Peters crushes his phone. And then it's like, doubters get no cookies. That um, feel one. Or Chookies, as I said to you that Chookies. one time. Uh, want a Chookie? <laughs> uh, they said Manwich about 87 times. Yep. And uh, Sarah Paulson was just super chill that she killed her wife. I was like, I killed her! She's in the trunk! Yeah, no, she was very calm. Yeah, those are those are our two recaps. I feel like the first episode had the most going on. Mm-hmm. But also the, <laughs> second, also the one. second one. was like, here's the twists. Yeah. And then tonight's episode that we're going to watch is uh, Charles Manson themed. I, I, I love a nice Charles Manson themed episode. Imitation oh, I don't oh. want to be involved. But when will we be released from this hell? Never. <laughs> Ryan Murphy is never going to stop making shows. Ugh, somebody stop him. <sighs> Please, Ryan, if you're listening, we're begging you. End this. Right now. End our suffering. Please. Is that anything else? Um, go listen to Tana Mojo's new song, Muffner. Oh my god, um, yes. Personally, I love it. We talked about it a few episodes ago, and I was like, it's gonna be a banger, and... She wasn't wrong. Spoiler alert, it is. Um, also, it's like only, like, it's not even two minutes long. No. It's the world's shortest song. Did you see Tom Harlock's tweet? He was like, I think she wrote like four minutes of a song and then forgot rapping as fast, and now <laughs> it's like two minutes. <laughs> Like, oh, uh, real. Uh, but please go watch the video for it. Um, just ten out of ten would recommend. You can find it on our website too. We have our little about me yes. pages. Yes. So we revamped the website. It looks very cute. And if you go to like song on repeat under Logan, the Hefner video it's is Hefner. there right now. So what's your song on repeat? I know because I looked already. But yeah. like, tell the people. <laughs> it's One Foot by Walk the Moon because they're back making music again, and it makes me happy. Back and better than ever. Better than ever. Shut Up and Dance was playing when I went to Starbucks yeah. today. And I, was, I like, was looking at my phone today to play their first album, and it's just not on my phone. I was like, that's Quesadilla. Cool. Actually, I don't know what the album was called, it's but there just was. It's self titled, but one of the songs is Quesadilla, Quesadilla. So you're not wrong. I know. Um, yeah. Go listen to all of those things. Yes. Listen to us some yes, more on uh, iTunes. Yeah, if you this is your first episode, you can go back. There are like twenty six previous yeah. ones that you can listen to. Um, so that'll keep you keep you going for a while. 
while you're there, rate, review, and subscribe. Please and thank you. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HonestlyPod. Facebook is slash HonestlyPod. Obviously. Um, email us at thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. Visit our revamped website, <laughs> which is thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. If you don't do the slash home, I can't help you. It doesn't go anywhere. Anything else? Am I missing things? That's it. That's all. We're on Spotify, oh, I guess, yeah. if you want to listen to a, our playlist. Yeah, we don't really have any, like, uh, current ones no, right now. No, we have our but... Halloween one. I mean, Halloween's never dead, so <laughs> just bring it back. Uh, it's only early November. We can pretend. Uh, it's Christmas already, um, Nope, so... I refuse. <laughs> Zoe hates Christmas. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's it. That's all. All right. Bye! Bye. Hi, I'm Ellen, and I'm scared we exist in the Matrix. I'm Jaslyn, and I'm bad at ad-libbing. <laughs> and you're listening to... High, High Expectations. Expectations! The promo. For our international listeners, you can appreciate our cute New Zealand accents. For our local listeners, you might bump into us in the street three times in the same hour. Our podcast is about pop culture, sexuality, relationships, interesting hobbies, banter, and ragging on each other. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, or anywhere you might like to find podcasts. Yay! Please subscribe. Goodbye! That was a long one.